0: Is fear healthy? You won't believe how this one drug is changing the world. Terrorists hate him. Americans stay constantly afraid using this simple trick. There's a new drug that will literally tear your life apart under a wave of euphoria. Terror Max by Lieboldroker Pharmaceuticals will put your eyes on the sky and a fire in your belly. A hunger for liberty. Our loyal and intelligent readers do not trust the government. You know... There is such a thing as absolute truth, and facts are facts. Terror Max keeps your spine pointed straight up, aligned to the North Star, a point of light astronomers have studied for centuries. The North Star is a trusted point of reference for everyone from Jesus to Napoleon. Patriots may trust Jesus. You trust no one. Like LSD, Terror Max permanently changes your DNA, heightening your lineage's sensitivity to fear, promoting survival and enhancing the human experience of terror. Terror Max gives you the energy to stay awake through the night. It enhances night vision, allowing you to scan the horizon for threats of terror. Terror Max builds awareness of your surroundings. Is that a laser gun sight or a cell tower? On Terror Max, you can focus on a point of light up to 14 miles away with perfect clarity. Every bottle of Terror Max comes with Terror Max Steam Key, enabling you to download the Terror Max Terror Alert Center client for Mac and PC. The Terror Alert Center lets you rant hatefully into your webcam and microphone about unseen enemies of the state who are jealous of your freedom. Be a patriot. Spy on your neighbors. Report on American activities to the White House straight from your PC. Even medical experts don't know how Terror Max works. It... Just works, <laughs> according to Dr. Angstrom H. Troubadour. Terramax gives world leaders the courage to deploy troops and assassinate innocent, non American dissidents abroad. Hi, I'm Virginia Governor Terry McAuliffe, and I prefer Terramax to an Adablock. It helps me think and raises my awareness. I told my cabinet during an official government meeting we should look into Terramax. Terramax is not a dietary supplement and it's not regulated by the FDA. Terramax has been associated with tremor, seizures, and sleeplessness. If you experience a terror lasting four years or more, do not stop taking Terramax. Stopping Terramax cold turkey is shown to lead to seizure or death. Instead, vote Democrat. If you are a new voted Democrat and continue to experience incessant terror, wait four years and vote Republican. Once you take TerraMax, you cannot stop. In rare cases, some TerraMax users report difficulty urinating and permanent disruption of their sleep cycle. If you are unable to urinate while using TerraMax, consult your catastrophic healthcare options to learn which death panel is right for you. Terra Organics. Life's getting worse.
1: Hello and welcome to a very exciting new episode of Chronicle.su Hate Radio. Chronicle.su is dripping off the back of your mind down the brainstem. And as it drips on your spine, the feelings you experience are normal. This is the Internet Chronicle, and you're listening to Radio Hate. I'm Hate HateSec, and joining us live for the full hour is esteemed Internet Chronicle uh, journalist, Chronicle.su journalist Kilgore Trout of the Internet Chronicle, and he has some very important hatred for us. But first, Kilgore, uh, when will you ever kick that devious PCP habit of yours while Bill is hopelessly addicted to PCP?
2: I'm sorry. No, i not. I'm sorry. That's bullsh- that is bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. I'm sorry, Bill. I had your volume off, but uh, we, we
1: heard the denial that you say you did not... Um, you don't use PCP?
2: No. Oh well. That's just a rumor. It's vicious uh lie. But we have spread by my hated enemies.
1: We have people that do research for the show. Have you ever talked to them?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Well how the
1: hell couldn't I have? I mean they're they're trusted researchers, right? Fuck yeah. They're they're uh, I mean they seem to do their homework. Lock your doors, listeners. Uh, take your Terramax and keep your eyes to the skies because um, look I don't know the I'd like to see the American Iron Dome in action we, we never get to hear about that one
2: well you might get a chance <laughs> to see it in the upcoming days is the uh, these are old notes final war comes on hey that that was the funniest thing hearing that I had forgotten all the jokes and um, uh, I really McAuliffe. enjoyed that the Terry McAuliffe part was great too that was what really sealed it for me
1: there was uh, it's just it's got all those side effects you know but but it wouldn't exist if it wasn't good for you right i just i think that um, it seems like we hear a, about a new TerraMax at the beginning and end of each episode i mean how are the how's the consumer supposed to keep up we're trying to get them addicted to TerraMax plus you know and then TerraMax pm comes out and it's putting them to sleep and they don't know what to take
2: there's so many different versions now you're right it is a bit of a We've, we've been experiencing some consumer confusion.
1: It's like Linux. There's just there's too many flavors at this point. People don't know whether to shit or go blind. No, they don't. But uh, tonight there's on nothing to <laughs> do either about it. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing. Well, what would you want to do about it?
2: Just take it out. Just take it out, like it's a cancer. For. Yep. Okay.
1: Should we should we get on with the show? Do you want to talk about the uh, about the news? Did you see the news? Let's
2: let's get the news today. What's the news today? Um, The the
1: biggest story, well, there's a lot of big stories, right? But the one that really jumped out at me today was this one about, um, oh, well, hold on a second. Breaking headline here. Lockheed Martin and Raytheon uh, are undergoing some major production changes to adjust to America's dispute with Turkey over... uh, russian missile deal how do you how's that grab you things are getting weird right so they've got to change production they've got all these f-35s that they're building um this is right where uh right where these these companies that make warplanes, like lockheed martin that incidentally a lot of policy is written around them this is right where they rub up against uh the fucking world wars that they're fueling right they, you know, you make enough of these fucking warplanes, shit's going to get so fucked up you can't make any more warplanes.
2: Now, I had a thought today. Do you think these Boeing passenger planes that are wrecking or acts of war, they're just um, a way that they're assassinating people by making, forcing plane crashes? Oh, uh, maybe.
1: Yeah. I mean, that would be like the uh, Michael Hastings. Um, you just push a button and destroy his uh, mm-hmm. Mercedes. That's your, that's your Pablo Escobar down a 727 button. You're down, bitch. Oh, you didn't upgrade your fucking firmware? You didn't know that the software changed? The safety feature defaults to off now? You stupid fuck. Well, now you and 250 passengers are dead. Should have thought about that before flying with Raul Al-Musamid, who you know, dicked over the Saudis or something, right? Mm-hmm. If... If Lockheed Martin and Boeing and Raytheon, if their profits are so contingent on Saudi Arabia being able to do sleazy, fucked up shit, then uh, it, of, of course they would they would work together to implement the... It's a feature, not a bug. It's stupid fucks. That's supposed, you're supposed to die in that plane. That's the one that has the firmware update that the Saudis wanted. Some good old conspiracies here on the Internet Chronicle. Al, you don't hear
2: that on Alex Jones. Yeah, you better watch out. You get, if someone pulls you into the wrong uh, bat, you know uh, embassy, you're going to get chopped into little pieces after saying that kind of shit. And, and lazily thrown down a well. Uh-huh.
1: And they're all going to laugh they're... at you
2: down at the bottom of the well.
1: <laughs> you stupid fuck. Yeah, but we shouldn't talk about this, right? We shouldn't, uh, we shouldn't shake it up.
2: We don't want to rock the boat. Journalism's on the run right now. There's a there's a story about that in journalism.
1: And they they say we're on the run. It's a it's an internal diary. Hey, somebody's making a diary of Liebel uh, Libel Jroker in Internet Chronicle right now. So uh, what do you mean? Some investigator mean? is poking around and keeping notes, is what I heard. And uh, they're creating a diary as they stumble upon the horrific backstory to Lebel Droker, our sponsor, who opened tonight's broadcast. In lieu of a opening jingle, we got to hear an announcement oh. from the governor. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Liebel Droker, uh, I don't know if it's corporate espionage or what the deal is, but there's someone investigating. and Oh, sick. Some reports could turn up.
2: That's sick, bro. It's fucking sick,
1: bro. <laughs> There's going to be some leaked internal reports coming down the pipeline, and I'm just trying to prepare you for it as early as I possibly can because I don't know what it. I, I read an excerpt, and maybe we can go back to it, but it, I, I'm telling you right now that for Leopold
2: Droker, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good at all. Uh, you think it's gonna, they're going to go down finally? No. Like Enron? No. The Enron, colla- they're about to collapse. It, it's going to be a blemish on their record.
1: It's gonna you know, it's a it's a scratch in the paint. But it's not a, it's not quite a chink in the armor. They interface so well. So they we we shouldn't be talking about this, man, because everything we say it's like we're writing the fucking legislation just as it's coming out of our mouths. That's how important people act like their political discussions are. <laughs> right? Like you gotta I be careful know everything. Yeah. I gotta be careful about what I say because as you well know, You know, if we say something wrong, then that's the end all be all, and there's no room for failure. And oh, fuck, you know, I I forgot to like add a clause to something I said during a political discussion. So now, you know, I'm like, uh, I'm done. My career is over, right? I didn't use enough commas. You're a sicko. There's a lack of nuance. Sicko. and, And there's like, there's no room to be wrong or incorrect. Or to have uh, opposing beliefs, it's like um, we're so polarized right now. It's so divided that people uh, look at each other like tribes, right? Like different people, like you're less than a person if you uh, if you.
2: Um, oh yeah, well that's
1: older than time. Are in Alexandria, Ocasio, Cortez, or if you're for President Donaldo, Trumpado, right? You're a fucking Nazi. You're not just an old, you know, redneck dude on a farm. You're also like a, you know, you're a Nazi. You're part of the problem. You don't. You shouldn't be allowed to like have stuff or, and jobs and shit. You know what I mean? Because yeah,
2: right. Oh, you're a communist. That means you. It's all right if I take all your money.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's all these uh, weird polarizing. I mean, and that's not constructive at all, right? That's not helping. It's just at all. crazy.
2: Yeah.
1: There's. Uh, it's and people have their minds made up. Already, there's no um,
2: prejudice
1: is the word. Sure, and there's no and there's no changing the mind. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know that. So there's like, yeah, of course, we've talked about this a lot. But you're either on board with some with, with some someone, or you can't possibly be won over, right? You're you're stuck in a molasses of thoughtlessness or an unchanging stasis of thought where your mind is made up and. <laughs> You're fucking done, right? And or at least that's the assumption. And people aren't reaching for each other. You don't want to win somebody over. Oh, he's a fucking asshole. Someone who supports <laughs> this or that is a fuck. Oh, he's a fucking traitor. You know, coward, weak, fucking libtard. But we're not with his neck. You know, but we're not people to each other. We're not. We should all be on the same side so that we could be working together to create, uh, you know, shit from getting so distorted and fucked up and beyond recognition. Fubar instead this is the kind of shit that like turns us against each other and uh, Kilgore and me like you and I are people because we agree but anybody else for every line item they disagree I mean, we're with we're above people we're oh, even above
2: people we're like
1: computers basically you could yeah. say maybe i was incorrect in saying that you and i are people
2: that's right we're bo- we're above people sure i mean i'm Just i'm this less
1: discussion here <laughs> i'm less man than machine at this point have you seen my cyborg legs? No. When you come to Brooklyn, I'll show you how I can jump over my building.
2: No. Bullshit. You can't do that, can you? That's pretty badass. And
1: uh, they've got little fucking um, exhaust ports and steam is coming out of them. And it's got like, uh, like tubes, cathode ray tubes on it and shit. Pretty badass, bro. It's mechanical. Cherry MX switches. For every line item that... Whatever these dumb fucks who are listening to the program might disagree with us on, that makes them less and less people to us until we don't see them as people. We can just label them as a a coward, or you're weak, or you're a fucking uh, traitor, you're you're scum, you're an NPC, you're uh, a Nazi, right? But you're not a fucking person. And if we sense who the other person voted for,
2: like, it makes it difficult to
1: carry on a civil or a friendly conversation in any manner.
2: Well, what's the point here? Where, where are we going with this talk, this, this rant? What's, oh. the, what's the solution to oh. this?
1: Well, I think I've done my part. Now I just sit back and wait for the world to change according to what I just said. Perfect. Which, which is the way people treat conversation, right? What I said changes dick. It means nothing. Literally fucking nothing. But if the right if you know, if different people heard me say anything out of what I just said, think all oh, this fucking you know, this guy's got it all wrong, fucking nobody, nothing piece of shit. You know, typical of a long haired pot smoking fucking retard like him. Right? Typical. Typical dope smoking fucking communist laying around up in Brooklyn, telling everybody else how we ought to leave our lives. What do you think about that, Kilgore?
2: I don't think you ought to be doing that. How about we come up there, boot boot South's gonna half. do it again. South's gonna rise again. We're
1: gonna come up. We're gonna reenslave them people. First of all, no, that's uh, that's crazy. I remember um, in Randy's bedroom, he had he didn't have a truck, but he had mud flaps that might go on a truck. So nailed to the on the wall into that fake wood paneling of the trailer you had a and some confederate mud flaps and it said forget hell forget like dot 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 hell like hell no i guess like we'll never forget never forgive yeah yeah forget hell right like that <laughs> yeah. and it was yosemite sam with his revolvers out that's right <laughs> confederate flag mud flaps for uh truck you don't even have but you've got the mud flaps on your wall like someday man some one of these days brother i'm gonna be in truck jacked up 20 30 feet tall wheels the size of my you and me put together Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna have them mud flaps
2: ain't nothing wrong with that
1: and i'm gonna bury them yanks Mud spl- splattering on everything behind me except for my fenders. And why mud flaps on a truck anyway? Like, w- the thing is going to be covered in mud if you do anything. What, the flap is going to protect, what, three degrees of the spray?
2: Well, it keeps it from, you know, blowing up on the people behind you, I guess. I don't know. But also, um... To remind why, you... What, but... <laughs> But the idea is, why would you uh, want to put a message on, you know, your your mud hole, you know, the place where your jerk goes on your thing, you know?
1: Oh, yeah. It seems like you would put a message that you disagreed with on the mud flaps.
2: Exactly. I mean, like, why would you put something you support down into the mud, like on on the bottom of the sole of your shoe?
1: It would say, uphold Roe v. Wade (laughs) (laughs) on the mud flap. It's got mud splattered all over it. You would intentionally run over animals, so there's blood on it too. Well, that's uh, taking it
2: to a whole different
1: level, I guess. That's just taking your hate to another level, brother.
2: Brother, that's good hate.
1: Lack of nuance and a lack of space for mind changing. People are not changing each other's minds, right? And
2: oh, back to this shit again. Well, what's the point of this? I guess
1: what's I'm not gonna going to change your
2: mind. I'm a no. kill. <laughs> Well, I want to be, change my mind that this is interesting. Don't change your mind. My, my eyes are glazing over. I, I've heard all this a million times. Like, what is this, Huffington oh. Post? Well, I'm going gonna,
1: I'm gonna to just keep on circle jerking this until
2: we bust one for the listeners. All right, all right. It, it happened last time when I complained. Something golden came out suddenly. What was it? Dude, how do I remember? It wasn't that good. The, well, the listeners probably remember it.
1: Listeners, what was it that Billy... Kilgore uh, exploded at me about, but then in the end (laughs) I was right. Uh, Somebody said Kilgore sounds like he's trying to play video games and HateSec is distracting and bothering him every episode. (laughs) Oh yeah, because last time you were playing um, Minecraft or something while we got going. What were you playing? Counter-Strike? Who said that? Uh, Someone in the chat. You said I'm playing video games. Um, And some other people said Uh, somebody said I kind of want to call in oh yeah Uh, fuck the callers right the last time the callers ruined the fucking program they called in with their bullshit with their fucking voices look at me I have a loud fucking voice I can call into a radio program and interrupt them while they're talking now if you want to call in give us a call at 917 675 4836 we'd love to hear from you But we will treat you like that too. Um, We're inviting you to abuse yourself, really. But somebody—you didn't get to hear it, but people were calling and abusing me. Somebody said I should kill myself.
2: Well, don't listen to them. They don't know any.
3: They don't know shit.
1: No. Well, you know what? We were just talking about changing our minds, and I—and at first, I wasn't going to listen to them. But I'm a different hate sec now. I'm an open-minded individual. And she was like, "Yeah, you should. You know, you're a piece of shit. Your radio show sucks, and you suck." And you know, you're riding on the coattails of chronicle.su. Um, never mind that we created it and continue to work on it now. But she was like, and by the way, kill yourself. Park in a garage, shut the door, turn the car on, and she was going into all this. And because I'm an open-minded individual now and I, uh, my mind is in a place where, yeah, I'm open, and I, I changed my mind, and I decided I am going to kill myself after that phone call, so Um, this is like the Bud Dwyer episode of
2: hate radio. (laughs) This is great. (laughs) Now, now everybody relax. (laughs) I don't want anybody to get hurt.
1: (laughs) Hate sack. No. (laughs) But anyway, I am going to kill myself and, um, but I don't have a car or a garage right now, for that matter.
2: So you're going to kill yourself with a car by ramming it into a garage?
1: Well, here's the way that, um, that they did it in Egypt. Ramses III wanted, uh, if, you, if, you, if you had to be executed, right, and you had to go, and you were no longer welcome in the inner circle, um, they might impale you on a wooden spike, that was the method of execution at that time, or if you were cool and you were cool about it, they would let you kill yourself. It was a privilege and an honor to be allowed to kill yourself. So um, the listeners are, I, the way I see it, extending this honor to me. And uh, who am I? You know, what kind of a closed minded cunt would I be to snub them and not kill myself? So you know, I'm just mm. trying to demonstrate that I see things from. More perspectives now than I used to, and I'm gonna kill myself. And everybody's like, "Fuck suicide" in the chat, but I'm gonna do it. Now, this is you how you this about? is how you get swatted, right? You say shit like that, and then, oh, Heightsx gonna kill himself. <laughs> he doesn't know how to do it. He does. He needs a car. <laughs> Can somebody send a car? No, I'm not. I'm not killing myself, but um, but. If I was so open-minded, then I would consider it. But the, the, her delivery was terrible. She was like, uh, she didn't give me a chance really to absorb the hate that she was laying on me. And then she told me to kill myself. But yeah, you were just chilling because you had no idea. You know, how are you to know? Skype is so fucked up that the host
2: cannot hear the caller. Wait, right. what are we talking We're talking about last episode's callers. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The
1: machine learning is dominating the headlines. Oh, what's ha- what's, uh, what are they learning now? At, <laughs> at IBM, uh, they claim that artificial intelligence can predict uh, which workers are about to quit their jobs with a 95% accuracy. They know who's going to quit their shitty job at IPM, I guess. How do they find that out? Uh, they just, like, feed their resumes into this thing, and I don't know what else. It's probably reading their Twitters and shit. <laughs> but AI is oh, everywhere, Christ. dude. Like, uh, Google had an AI um, panel, like an external panel, right? But then, as it turns out, it was chaired by some super hateful guy. And, like, he was in control of this artificial intelligence oversight panel. Uh, To make sure that it doesn't up and kill us or whatever, some kind of ethics. Hey, I don't want that thing. Yeah, yeah. right. It's you know, and they're like, "Oh, uh, could you maybe you know not tell us what to do with our with our shit? Like we didn't hire you to do that. Go fuck yourself. We hired this fucking crazy guy to be on the chair so that it would get shut down and be all fucked up from the very start. Because I get." I guess it's like that one episode where we were talking about David Columbia's paper. Um, our friend David Columbia published a paper talking about how uh, these companies like Facebook, who are into mining people's data, will use the sets of data that they're legally allowed to have, which are one set is what you give them, tell them your name and all that bullshit, tell them your where you live and stuff, all the stuff that they said when we were growing up, we were never supposed to give over to these companies. And then the other set of data is what uh, they're able to infer uh, from how you use the program and what they track you doing online uh, and you know your name and all that crap. So they're able to draw these very specific conclusions about who you are based on this seemingly innocuous information, such as where you're driving what you're commenting about and that sort of stuff to, mm. to figure out stuff like, oh, you voted for the Green Party and like tracking you politically and uh, and you know, just as well as like what you're likely to buy or you now know, I hear that machine can learn
2: machine machine learning is being used used uh, churches and they're they to tell to you if you are on the path to God or not by oh, yeah? Looking at your, yeah, your yeah same the same methods. Oh, that's and, and the pastor will bring each person in after church and have a talk with them and say, "Listen, right now you're ninety-five percent chance of going to hell.
1: How can I get my? How can I get that other five, Pastor?
2: Well, here it says here, you've, you know, you're just the only thing short. uh that you're that you need to get to hell." is a little bit more serial killer, and that'll really seal the deal.
1: Is that right? Is that all?
2: I don't know.
1: Well, I'll be a son of a gun. I'm on my way to heaven. No, how much money do you want, though, really? Another 10% of my income? The first 10% of my income? Not after the rebates? Not after the deducts? Not after the, the taxes and the insurance? But you want it first? That's fair. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, oh, here's... A, Here's something about the church, um, the the Mormon Church, uh, the Church of Latter Day Saints (LDS), which is like LSD but the opposite.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: They're, they're fucking. Uh, guess what, man? They're coming around. They say that um, that uh, they don't mind uh, gay people fucking anymore, or something, or, or something. That they're people. They acknowledge they're people.
2: Oh wow, personhood.
1: That's a big step. Um, mormons phones today were exploding with the news that the maybe they were erupting with news that the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints has ended its controversial 2015 lgbtq policy uh people um whatever i'm grateful the leaders that listen to members okay so they labeled uh people Couples as apostates and barred their children from baptism and other. Isn't it funny, dude? Like, no, you can't participate in the fairy tale shit because you guys are gay. You can't be in the baptisms and the and the rituals and stuff. You apostate fucking trash. Well, anyway, as it turns out, you're not an apostate if you um, are sucking cocks and um, scissoring and stuff. You're just uh, you're just a uh, I guess you're just back to being on bad terms with God, like in the general way that you're sinning, right? And not allowed to marry or something. Who the fuck knows? Uh, sorry about that. I don't know how to turn Skype off on this main computer. I just ignored the call. We're not taking fucking... We're not talking to these callers. This between you and me, Bill. Unless you want to try to take a caller. What time is it? How long have we been going? You know, I... About 30 minutes, maybe? Yeah, 25?
2: We can take a, a caller here in a little bit. Yeah, um, just not right now. We've got to have something we need to talk to the callers about first. And uh, my question for our callers tonight is, well, radio waves, are they dangerous? They're being beamed through you at all times, right? Sure. And,
1: and it feels good. It makes me tingle. It makes oh my, my junk all tingly. Is that, is that proof that the TerraMax
2: is working? No. Actually, we should get back on the... on the, This guy uh, apparently has some input on our, on our advertisement technology talk. Uh, the Facebook stuff. Big uh, input. Coming. Are they going to
1: call in? Or do they want us to call them? Tell them, if you're talking to them, tell them that we'll call them. And I'll call out on the... Skype phone, and then you and I can both talk to him at the same time.
2: Is this guy in the chat? You're talking to
1: him, though. Oh, okay. So I already talked to him. Um, Oh, okay. That would be Octopus from IRC. Uh, Okay. So, all right. Let's give him a call.
2: Because, I mean, it's what we were just talking about. How can you be from IRC? That's just his kind of chat. He's, uh...
1: No, that's where he was born. I'm going to
2: call him back. Let's see.
1: Uh... I can't remember his number. I almost called Tyler So I'm not going to complain about how bad Skype Skype has maybe turned their back on us. Oh, no, I got it. Here
2: we go. Skype has turned their backs on us. So never mind the whole caller thing. Oh, no, no, we got it. We got it. Uh, Okay, we're going to bring him on.
4: Hello. Please state your name after the tone and Google Voice will try to connect you.
1: Go fuck yourself. Call from, go fuck yourself. Call from, Eda dick. Hello? Hello, you're on hate radio. How the hell are you?
4: Hello, hey guys. Hello. How are
1: you doing? Oh, we're doing all right, man. We're uh, running a real barn burner of a show so far. What do you think?
4: I, I'm i enjoying it. Uh, you know, long time, li- well, not really that long time of a listener. First time caller. Welcome to the yeah, program. Um, I am, I'm Octopus. I was born on I or she.
1: See, I told you, Bill.
4: Is this a is this a group call? Should I be able to hear Kilgore? Uh,
1: Wild Bill is on the line. Is that
4: right? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, there he is. Hello. Yeah. So, um, I've been wanting to call in for a little bit, actually, just because you know, I I really appreciate your guys' show. Uh, I enjoy Hate Radio. Um,
1: That's very kind of you to say. I Thank you. Yeah, 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 I yeah. think it's
4: pretty funny. Uh, you know, I don't want to, you know, uh, hate sick. I, I feel like I've been telling you that I enjoy the show a lot. You know, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to blow smoke up your pretty little ass there. You don't want to sit in my lap? I just, I just, I, I feel like, um, I don't know. It doesn't, from what I see, it doesn't seem like you guys have a ton of, a ton of listeners. And I, I don't understand that because I, really enjoy the show. Well, and,
3: uh, obviously, we're, we've been shadow banned, and the, uh, the internet algorithms have targeted us out as, uh, and tried to suppress us as much as possible because of our so the, subversive message. Now, the, the, the AI systems down. that are working against us, you said you had something to say about these. We're the fucking victims here. Yeah,
4: yeah so uh, my, last, my last real job um, was working, uh, in ad tech. We worked for, I worked for, um, this company and, um, the whole, the whole thing was, uh, we had a platform that its main goal, its goal, not necessarily its function was to bring together all of your advertising statistics into one easy to use dashboard. So your whole C-suite could understand, you know, what was going on and how your advertising budget was actually being utilized. Um, and so, you know, we did pretty standard data collection for uh, web-based advertising. So, you know, like all those banner ads and everything that gets, on, gets run. That's pretty straightforward to monitor. And what we offered on top of that was also being able to integrate your offline or out-of-home advertisements which includes stuff like uh billboards uh television radio you know physical stuff stuff that you can't necessarily automate into a data collection pipeline and we would do that through uh they would they would send us like uh their data on that and we would import it and then you know put it all together so that they could see the big picture um but on top of that What we did was uh, you started talking about this, um, how you have data that you know, you know, data that was potentially provided by the user themselves, and then you have this other set of data that gets inferred based on the users' actions you can track um, and stuff like that. And there's a lot you can do with that, you know. Uh, One of our big things was
1: uh, they would find these. really arbitrary details about you.
4: Yeah, and, and those details, no matter how arbitrary, any metric improves the resolution of this image that they're looking at. So like even if it's something tiny and meaningless, it might be it might happen to be a unique setting on your PC. And that can be used to, you know, potentially correlate different user profiles. And then potentially discover that, oh, okay, these two profiles belong to the same person. That was a big thing. A big part of what we did was cross-device tracking. So you could figure out if somebody looked at a product on their phone and then potentially maybe went back, or maybe you saw an ad on your phone, but then you went on your desktop to make a purchase or something like that.
1: You, you know um, where, where they've jumped devices and everything.
4: Yes, exactly. And that's not, you know, that's, there's not like a, there's not like a handy API for figuring that out. You know, we use things like, um, you know, you can use cookies. There's also these very insidious objects called super cookies, which basically it's, it's like right on the line there where it's almost malware and it embeds its claws into your browser deep. And fucking hugs that shit.
3: Really? So, super cookies. I've never heard of super cookies. Are they how called do I find it, out L- LSOs. have got super cookies in me. Sorry. How do Desc- I find I'm out? At the same time. They're called LSOs, uh, right?
4: What is that?
3: Is it the LSO? Oh, yeah. No, super cookies, man. These are well, that's you, a way better you, name, right?
4: Supercookies is sort of this umbrella term and then there are a lot of there are a lot of various techniques that are used in order to preserve these supercookies. And if just one of those methods survives, you know, if you don't delete that that little bit of data or something in your cache, then using the known information that the company has on you, they can then regenerate the supercookie and they repopulate all of those various techniques. So, if you don't eliminate every single little thread that it has on you, it'll completely regenerate yourself the next time you go Jesus to Christ. one of these sites and whatever
1: uh, wherever uh, the IP is you connect from, and all those other identifiers too. Of exactly. course, are there? And with there are the-
4: tons of other measures, The the resolution of your of your web browser. Or The size of your web browser window, the resolution of your monitor, your, your color, you know, just uh, any any sort of technical thing uh, that, that you can access via an API. Certain things like timing of mouse clicks. You yeah, know?
1: it's all there. And how long uh, they read the article and, and all that stuff. But Kilgore yeah. and I used to look at that data when, uh, when we first started the Chronicle and we used Google Analytics and, and you could take mm-hmm. one set of data and then compare it to another set of data that Google itself would not combine, and we were—you know—we could do the work of an AI and figure out like which one of our friends <laughs> read it, basically.
3: Uh, no super cookies. No, and that's the sense yeah, I thought it was. This sounds we like doing. the mark of the beast. Scale. This sounds like the mark of the beast. Once you get this super cookie on you, your identity is being tracked forever. Whenever you touch any electronics for the rest of your life, and there's not much you can do. To ghost on your own super... It's like the mark of the beast.
1: (laughs) You can't ghost (laughs) on your own super cookie.
4: No. (laughs) You're done. Yeah, you're marked. You're marked. Once you get that shit.
1: So whenever you come up uh, again and you happen to be using the same browser on the same machine, even if you're in another state or whatever, they go, oh, there he is. Because you've been fingerprinted by Canvas or HTML5 or or whatever, so they're able to... that exactly. Uh, combine all those data sets so, so
4: only
3: like, in uh, the most kind of tongue-in-cheek sarcastic way is there no personally identifying information or no such thing as as personally identi you know they always say oh yes we keep your data but it's not personally identifying yet that's the whole point of it
4: right like oh no we deleted your name but uh, we can actually correlate all of these other things we keep and know that it's you with, like, a 99% certainty.
1: When Obama said, we keep the metadata, it's like, yeah, no shit, dude. Look what they're doing with the fucking metadata.
4: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Don't act like that's not a big deal. That's the fucking deal.
3: Your name is really not that important, maybe. They don't really, yeah,
4: they don't really give a shit about your name. What are they going to do with your name? They want to know your
3: your spending habits. They
4: want to know what kind of credit card you got. You got that platinum, you got that... Did that oh, that ching ching is
1: your wallet heavy? Cause your credit cards are made of metal.
4: <laughs> so yeah, um, you know, being kind of a, a privacy enthusiast myself, uh, you know, it was a bit of a moral quandary to to be working there. But uh, you know, I guess, unfortunately, I'm a sellout, and I did. <laughs> but uh, I don't anymore. But I, when I first when I first started there, I was actually kind of impressed with the technology um, and all the different techniques that they had for doing for doing this kind of stuff. Um, you know, people don't think about what goes on behind the scenes of these ads that run on every single web page that you visit. Um, but there's really a lot. Uh, uh, let me just give you a little example here. When um, certain ads are run, okay, Uh, there are various advertisers that are competing. And in order to get the best value, uh, there's actually sort of like an auction that takes place when the user visits the site. And so the advertiser looks through its its list and based on what it knows about the user visiting that site, it will compare which client is going to get the best return here and what's going to make them the most money okay they were our
1: ad guys there for a long time we know how all that shit works a little too well I'm afraid yeah they they twiddle those knobs man when it comes time
4: when (laughs) I had like when I started I had no idea that that all happened but yeah like it, it 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 looks to see who is viewing the page and then it tries to find the most. Uh, it tries to pick the ad that is going to make them the most money and get the client the best bang for their buck. And it's like this whole auction system that happens in, in nanoseconds. Uh, and then that ad is the ad that gets displayed
3: to the user.
1: Yeah, we were uh, we were getting some, and uh, when we got a lot of traffic, you know, we got a lot of money. And then. Uh, mm we got fucked by that system because Joe Rogan linked to us right so and then uh, maybe you can explain to us what happened here Joe Rogan linked to us the site mm. went down for a while for like a, a f- several days while i tried to figure out oh shit i must have done something wrong right but we had just switched hosting to hostgator who will fuck you mm. if you get if yeah, you're we'll popular and they don't tell you they're fucking you they just tell you, they blame it on you. They're like, oh, you must have your site configured wrong because you're a, a retard. Here's the, here's the same email. And they sent us the same email 10 or 15 times as I went down the list of anything I could be doing, reconfiguring, whatever I had control of. But no, it just turns out that we were a popular site and they were fucking us. So in the meantime, we're not making any of this ad revenue that we could be making when uh, we go viral. Because we would write these popular stories, and we knew what we were supposed to make. And HostGator was fucking us out of easily hundreds of dollars in just that few days, thousands, potentially, in the long run. Because what happened was our reputation was then damaged with our advertising company because we can't keep a site online. And then Mm -hmm. it felt like we never recovered from that. And also, during that time, I think this is maybe more what it was. The advertising companies changed hands, and once that happened, the money just went away. Like, oh, now they're stealing from us. It felt like.
4: Yeah, see, that's a, that's a big problem in advertising, and that's why, like, the company that I worked for was a third party, and the only like we didn't we didn't broker ads ourselves. All we did was track metrics on your ads, right? And so our main purpose was to determine which of your ads had the best. Uh, there's an acronym that I'm forgetting right now, but your best return on, on what you spend on it, you know? Um, so, so you can look at your budget and say, okay, we ran this ad for $10,000 and it got us, you know, 300 sales versus this ad that we ran for $10 and got us a you know, hundred sales itself. So. And then you can see which ads are the most effective. That was our entire service. We didn't run any ads ourselves. We were sort of sitting on top of the ad providers. But companies would pay thousands, thousands of dollars a month just for this metrics service for their ads. Like, these companies have huge, huge advertising budgets. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah,
1: it's important information, too.
4: Well, In it's, their it's world. one thing... You know, Yeah, you know, I I kind of write off ads, you know, I I don't really pay attention to it, but uh, one thing that working at that job made me realize is, like, just how prevalent they are, and how much of an effect ads have on you, even if you think you're not paying attention. That brand recognition really counts for something. Companies wouldn't be, wouldn't, they wouldn't be throwing as much money at the whole situation if it didn't matter. Tide know? Pods is right. the shittiest
1: idea in the world for a laundry solution. But now it'll never go away.
4: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you get somebody who's indecisive and they see that and they get that one spark of recognition. And they're more likely to buy, you know, their stupid Tide Pods just because, you know, oh, that's familiar.
1: I recognize that. That's like from that internet meme, I know.
4: Yeah, but it counts for a lot. And like I said, you know, I just always kind of wrote off ads. But even even if I don't pay attention to ads, whatever, like just having that, that brand name recognition. And, you know, uh, another thing that I compared it to was like those uh, stupid. Well, hold on a second.
1: Uh, Octopus Kilgore here, uh, he intentionally exposed himself. To all ads for several years, so that just he could experience the internet like the common man, you know, <laughs> That's not great. like yeah, not great, like great. Um, ivory tower fucking power users like you and me. Kilgore was kicking ads to the left and kicking them to the right. Kilgore, tell him what that was like to live with advertising.
3: Gee, I don't know what to say. I was you hardly notice it.
1: You think, right? You think you hardly notice it, but but uh the you recognize the brands they stuck with That's the you the thing
4: is it it sits on your periphery and you might not think it's a big deal but those those ideas those images those phrases are still getting into your brain and they sit there but, and they exist
1: but he stopped uh he stopped looking at ads a couple of years ago so he's he only has those 2016 images stuck in his brain he has <laughs> stuff like um Pandora subscriptions are still stuck in Billy's brain.
4: Well, okay, so to compare it to uh, like during election season, right? You see all these stupid little roadside uh, signs for candidates. And to me, like they seem useless. But, you know, especially at, at smaller, lower level elections, you know, for like town fucking janitor or whatever yeah you'll remember that town
1: janitor's name forever until you die
4: exactly and if there's another candidate for town janitor and you haven't seen their sign
1: fuck him who
4: the fuck is this person yeah
1: that's not that's not lee townsend
4: (sighs) fucking you know you at least have heard this other guy's name before you know (laughs) you don't know who this other
1: motherfucker is but at least your man you saw him on a sign first
4: yeah, he could at least afford the sign.
1: So. Yeah, he came from money.
4: That's a, that's a good <laughs> sign, right? <man. laughs> yeah, uh,
1: that man stands up straight and tall, comes with his own signs. Like Donald Trump came with his own signs. He said, I don't, I don't take corporate money. Didn't he say that? I guess he, but he uh, like took Russian good. money. Yeah, I wasn't there either. I, did, I didn't catch it. <laughs> I, did. <laughs> I just know what other people have told me. Mm. Have you ever seen the president?
4: Uh, I've seen images that purport to be images of the president.
1: Yeah, like, I haven't even seen those. I just go off what other people tell me. They, you know, I hear a lot of comb-over jokes and shit.
4: He's been described to you? Mm-hmm,
1: in great detail, but I have never he's seen quite,
4: him. quite, quite orange.
1: I hear he's quite orange.
4: Actually, he bears somewhat of a resemblance to Dr. Troubadour, uh, in a way.
1: I guess I don't know, you know, what Dr. Troubadour's leanings are. It, it really depends on who he's hanging out with at the time. That's smart. Yeah, he's a chameleon. Smart man. It just seems Learn like every time he comes up, he's, uh, you know, he's an astrophysicist here. He's the director of science over here. You know, he's a linguistics professor emeritus. It's just, He's
4: like that cosmic background radiation.
1: Yeah, that we can see on the screen. He's everywhere. He's a wild man and he used to get super now, fucked up in college. He went this hard. This
4: picture of uh, Troubadour, I, Now I've been wondering since the him. You know, is that Photoshop? Uh, does he actually have a forehead that big?
1: No, it's really him and that's really his forehead. It's uh, it's just uh it's just an unfortunate angle.
3: That. Phrenologists uh notice he's got a tremendous frontal lobe. Twice as big as your average person. Oh, all right, that makes sense.
1: It, it would explain a lot because he is a brilliant son of a bitch, and he'll uh and he'll take care of you. You know, he cares about you. He is a cruel, calculate. He doesn't take HMO, Medicaid, none of that stuff. He is a businessman, a ruthless, cunning businessman who cares about your health, and um, and he'll take care he feel of you. Good. Yeah, he's a sweetheart. He's welcome here anytime. I wish he would call in. I always think we're about to get him, and then, and then he doesn't call in.
4: I, I was not familiar with any of uh, Dr. Troubadour's backstory, but I caught your um, your story about him and his interactions with, how do you say Oh, Sto- Sto- uh, so- Mr. Stoita,
1: yeah. He lived in the concrete Stoita? castle. Yeah, Stoita
4: yeah. So that kind of fleshed out a little bit more of this Troubadour character to me. Um he's gives a, him a little more, uh, uh, it, it's grounded him a bit.
1: He's a bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, young face. You know, he's eager to get out there in the, in the field and uh, chase his career goals. And in his side time, he likes to chase the skirts. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, you know. He's got a little something for everybody there in Dr. Troobes. And, uh, you know, he's a doctor that you could admit that you smoke drugs to. <laughs> and he's not going to be like, bro. He's going to be like, bro. He's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm he, down with that. He might even write you a prescription for something cool.
4: I smoke plenty of drugs, so I appreciate that, definitely.
1: He's a, I mean, have you seen, look at that watch he's wearing. That is a nice <laughs> technical watch. He probably yeah,
4: could... it looks like a. Uh, a little digital? I can't really see from this picture. Right he now.
1: uses it to track prescriptions. It's a, It's not a smart watch. It's just a fancy digital watch.
4: <laughs> like one of those little Casio calculator watches. He's got his whole patient inventory right in there.
1: See, that's how long Dr. Troubadour has uh, worked at the Chronicle, though, is because that when that picture was taken, that watch was fucking badass. But it's nothing now. That watch is dog shit compared to... It does look like a Casio like we'd use that to make a bomb with it kind of watch. <laughs> but it's just got a nicer band. Yeah, he's a he, he's a baby doll. Um I could
4: see a hipster wearing one of those watches these days.
1: As a matter of fact, um yeah, I've known several to wear those watches. Uh, and it's the preferred watch of terrorists, by the way. I think we did a story on it. ISIS approved. It's uh yeah. It's a it's a motherfucker and Dr. Troubadour has a long, uh, rich, storied background on the Internet Chronicle, if you want to...
4: Well, I would love to hear more about him. Um, well, anyway, yes, I just wanted to call him and give you guys my input on that. It um, was very you know, enlightening. I, Thank you. I, I'm I'm glad you got some value out of Kilgore. Um, but
1: uh, To really, to answer your question, why not more people? We have jumped so many mediums and platforms by now that people... Uh, yeah. They have this kind of nebulous like they know that we're out there and that we've done stuff but uh, we just keep like creating an audience on a platform and then abandoning it i mean we really well, demonstrate a I'm, strong disrespect I for the you, audience
4: I'm, I'm doing what i can to help with this promotion all right i'm 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 retweeting i'm spamming the IRCs. so you know you got you got at least one guy out there rooting for you.
1: That's great, man. Uh, we, sh- we sure do appreciate it. Um, we're riding on the shoulders of giants on tonight's episode of Hate Radio. That was Octopus, born on IRC and raised uh, right here in Dr. Troubadour's lap, bouncing on his knee.
4: What a no, wild uh, fucking all right. source of show. info.
1: Thanks, Octopus.
4: Thanks, guys. All right, have a good night. Yep. I'll catch yep. you around.
1: So um, I hope he hangs up or you hang up, Octopus, because (coughs) we don't know how. Take a sip of water here on Hate Radio. Let's let's see what else we got going on. Oh, Uh, dude! What new details about the fucking Sonic movie? That grotesque
3: Sonic piece of shit. That's what I want to hear right now.
1: Uh, So Sonic and Robotnik. Oh, this is actually this comes from Octopus, by the way. He sent me this earlier. Sonic and Robotnik are the only characters uh, from the franchise in the film, the film, in the Sonic film. Sonic gets transported to Earth as a baby and grows up eating garbage, Uh, presumably a baby hedgehog, but he looks so much like a person that, you know, I think it's easier to find a person. (laughs) It's harder to find a fucking hedgehog. Jesus, who wrote this? He gets adopted by an owl. I... I don't think it's the original Sonic people, right? Like, they're completely gone from this. So now he has biceps and abs and an Instagram.
3: This was written by the Nike executives, clearly.
1: Uh, They said um, that eventually a friendly cop takes Sonic on a road trip to find his rings. So this raises a question that I've always had. What gives those rings value? And So according to this movie, the Sonic... uh, he owns the rings; they belong to him. Like, who does he turn these? Is there like a ring exchange somewhere where he gets food and h- housing for these rings? I mean, yeah. and he really wants them. He wants a hundred of them. That gives him a free life.
3: Mm-hmm. That, that's. And Doctor Robotnik wants to take his rings and imprison little animals. What does he do in the movie?
1: He's a so government scientist uh, who. Um, he is able to track Sonic because his super speed leaves some traceable electrical field behind or some shit. I don't know. And I wonder if his shield is explained because Sonic can jump and I think in Sonic 2 or 3, if you hit the button, you have like a split-second shield so that you could hit it before something hits you in the air and you can maybe survive and not lose all your rings.
4: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I doubt it's explained in the movie. He's got these fucking ridiculous, grotesque arms. Like a person has. But, uh, no, so eventually, like, a a friendly cop picks him up, and they go on this quest for rings. Uh, Dr. Robotnik tracks him by his speed. Um, Oh, and somebody complained that the rings are teleport devices, but I actually remember that the rings in the games, if you jump through the big ones, they teleported you. That's true. So... It's important, you know, that it like sticks with the Sonic thing. So he can teleport through rings. Why can't he have silly little Sonic noodle arms and a fucking badass mean Sonic face? Why does he have to have, why does he have to look like he's doing CrossFit and is running?
3: The Nike, uh, Nike addicts. Yeah. They they decided we got to get our money out of this fucking blue little dumb thing. And they uh, looked through the AI and said, Hey, he's got to be a little bit more trim, a little bit more fit. Let's uh, make his eyes a little more, less threatening. And uh, Maybe
1: old Sonic looked unhealthy to them, or like he lived an unhealthy yeah. lifestyle of eating pizza and shit.
3: That's right.
1: Because Sonic was cool, right? Like Sonic was too cool for exercise. He just happened to be fast.
3: He's like a guy you wanted to have a beer with, and now he's just turned into Justin Bieber. The Justin Bieber-fied uh, son that was and never is. Hey, this is a great show. It's a great show. Yeah, it's a lot of fun.
1: A lot of fun. Uh, still, we didn't provide enough room for nuance or space for mind-changing, but yeah, it's a good show nonetheless. Um. What are you going to do? You know? It's not like we fucking made homosexuality illegal. Oh, real big, real big of you, Church of Latter-day Saints, for going back to accepting um, gay people. You know, that's real big of you. How about not chaining up sex slaves? Okay, for your fucking weird, freaky
3: Mormon cult. Well, they Mormon finally cult. listened to the milk, right? Finally, the milk is a... Uh threat to them has caused them to uh, change tack. So it's taking the ammunition out of his cult. You think? You think
1: this is hurting Christopher Namelka, cult leader? Yeah, Yeah. because a lot of his
3: people are gays who weren't accepted at the Church of Latter-day Saints. So it's like... His bread and butter is getting ripped right out of his hands. Oh, dude, this
1: is like that part in, this, in the boss battle where Dr. Dr. Robotnik, like half of his tank, is busted down because Sonic just kept hitting it. Mm-hmm. Boom! And down goes Chris Namelka. And what's his other leg made out of? Free love? Fucking and doing hair on? Yeah. That's a, Boom! Hit that one, Sonic. Down goes Chris Namelka
3: all he's left with are the senile old old people. Sonic? Uh,
1: well,
3: the Senile old people, what did they
1: make of Sonic? Because I remember being little and playing Sonic around old people, and he made no sense to them. I bet he's really freaky now that he's got these twisted-up fucking features. The dude they probably is so see lean. That
3: new, they probably see the new Sonic, and they're like, he reminds me of America. Isn't
1: there a Sonic theme song where there's like, Singing and stuff. There is, right? Oh, here it is. Oh. oh,
0: stop
3: it. Stop it. That's enough.
1: Shadow just appeared.
3: That's enough.
1: The Sonic... Uh, that was Sonic X, the theme song. Gotta go fast. I
3: thought that was from the movie.
1: Is it from the movie? It might be, whatever, dude. I don't know. I never yeah. saw the movie.
3: The movie's not out yet.
1: Oh <laughs> the cartoon. I didn't I didn't think there was a cartoon movie, but you said the movie? We should we should go to the theater and fucking uh
3: oh, Christ. Get well, a couple glasses have... of bourbon. What a bad idea. And uh, um, I
1: think we should go right now though. What about when these these dudes you know who are your age and my age like go out and dressed up as the characters to the to the fucking movie theater is that acceptable it's good for them they must really love that movie but but i wouldn't do it would you
3: Mm, i don't know not to the theater probably
1: I think um, we should make judgments on those people uh, on the show no, right it just
3: now. doesn't make sense practically to want to put on a costume and sit in the theater for a couple of hours. Right. Maybe if you're on the front of the theater, you know, you're on the uh, stage, it makes sense, but in the audience wearing a costume, right, right? No, you a should little, be in a black uh, t-shirt. No one should see you. You should uh, be invisible at the show. Kind of the uh, appropriate, even polite thing to do is to not trying to turn the show into being about you. Yeah,
1: because as soon as you stand up, boom, oh, look, it's about me again. Hey, guys, as you could tell Heckler. through the entire fucking show, it was it's eating me like alive. Heckling, right? Sure, like post and pre-heckling. Just setting the tone for a shitty show. Hey, guys, I'm here. It's going to be all about me while we're up and walking around.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: The whole time they're sitting there. Like they're like, oh man, I can't wait till this is over and I can stand back up and all eyes on me again. Going back in for round two, fellas. I'll be on the lobby in this fucking. You know, this is my life. But look, how good is this, right? I'm just, I'm just sitting here yell, yelling at the microphone. Like I'm, like I'm so much better than that. Who the fuck am I to go on like that? We had that caller and things were civil, and now look at me.
3: Yeah, well, this show is... How long have we been going for an
2: hour now? While Bill is Kilgore tonight? is trying to suffocate tonight's episode of Hate
1: Radio yeah, at the hour and 26-minute minute mark. I'm trying to fall asleep here. While Bill is tired show. after a long day and a good show, we're going to um, kick puppies after this, um, slap our knees raw as we laugh at the puppies' so, anguish, no. and uh, what other...
3: I, don't, I love puppies. No, we're
1: not going to abuse animals. We don't do that. We don't do that. I'm hate sec. While Bill Kilgore, who loves animals and would never abuse them, uh, brought the pain tonight. Really gave that collar the third degree, man. Fucking, we gave him both barrels. It was like Meet the Press in this motherfucker.
3: You well, went, it's always better when we don't have to say anything. They just uh, tell us their story. That's a good story. We we went no, full you court didn't know press. That. You didn't know that your name is meaningless to the AI. They know you better than that. Yeah,
1: we don't need to know your fucking name, you piece of shit. That's for you to know.
3: They've captured your soul inside of a, a machine.
1: We know more than your name, motherfucker. At Leopoldroker Incorporated, we know <laughs> we know everything and more. And we don't need your name. Thanks. And from now on, anybody else that calls in, you don't get a name. Okay. You're, you're whatever the phone number is on the screen. Okay, that's, that's the way we interpret data, too, because if that, that's how they're doing it, this is how we have to do it, and then some. Okay, and then we'll up the ante. It will decide what they have to do, and they'll rise to our fucking level. Okay, I'll open a spreadsheet. This is Hate Radio, brought to you proudly by the Internet Chronicle, readthechronicle.su. I read all Bill Kilgore's work there and mine, too. Subscribe to this shit on iTunes. And uh, in the meantime, go fuck yourselves.